two weeks ago, I ministered on the platform that is provided by God to humanity so that they may experience Him. And I said one platform that is the most significant platform is His name. And I said God has got a tendency and a proclivity of touching a dimension to His name. He attaches impacts to His name, which means the moment you say he is Jehovah Rapha, he attaches a dimension of healing to that name. When you say Jehovah Jireh, he attaches a dimension of providence and provision to his name. When you say uh, Jehovah Sidikenu, he attaches a dimension of righteousness to his name. So I say God is a compendium. He is so huge, great, that it's very difficult for us to study and understand him according to our time in this world. So what he does, he fragments himself in different dimensions so that when you study him, you can understand him according to fragments. But if you want to study him as God, as a compendium, it's very, very poss uh, impossible for you to understand God because he's a great God. Are we together? So he fragments himself into different dimensions to grace so that when you start him according to grace you understand you capture him according to grace then you start him according to prophecy you understand him on his prophetic dimension then you start him on 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 on, on love then he fragments himself to that dimension then you understand him according to love are we together so today we are going to be dealing with another platform that is provided by him so that we may understand them, so that we may understand that all things that we learn every Sunday, they are not just lessons and subjects, but these are fragmentations. These are dimensions that God has created for humanity, for you and me, so that we may understand God. And today, the platform that we are going to be dealing with is a platform that I call the scriptures. We spoke about his names. Today we are going to talk about his scriptures that God he has fragmented himself into scriptures so that we may study him, then we may understand him at the end of the day. And our reading we are going to take from the book of 2 Timothy to support the assertion. Then I'll try to put uh, some addendums on other scriptures and verses that I'm going to be getting as I'll be preaching. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3 from verse uh, 15 to to, to 17. Some people that are not around, they are at work. Ezra is at work, now. Yeah. They are at work. But praise be to God that God has given you bosses that understands that uh, Sunday is for God. And we thank God again for God. Uh, he has made you a boss of your own so that you may understand again that Sunday is for you. It's a privilege. You can only understand the importance of Sunday the time you get employed at a company that will say from Sunday to Sunday. Then you miss uh, that time of worship, the koinona, that comes with the praise and worship and with the presence of God. Are we there? The book of 2 Timothy chapter 3 from subsection 7, uh, 15 to 17. Yes. To 17. And that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. 
All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for the reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Yes, thank you so much. So we are going to be dealing with scriptures as another platform, which means those that uh, have got uh, notes on the name of God, it's one of the platforms. They are uh, variegated. There are a lot of platforms that we provided for, for people, humanity, to experience God. As I told you that God is a compendium. He cannot be experienced you know, you, you need to fragment himself in different faculties, which means when you enroll at UNISA, you don't just go to UNISA and you start UNISA, then you get a degree called UNISA. But there are fragmentations of faculties whereby you start that which you want. If you want to be on law faculty, you go to law. But you are at UNISA, some they'll do accounting, but they are at UNISA. So this UNISA is an institution, it has fragmented itself in different faculties. That's the same thing with God that is fragmented himself in different faculties. And uh, the other faculty is uh, a scripture. So this bring, uh, brings us to an assertion that an average Christian, an average Christian, you and me, we, if you ask them, you understand that they don't know God as a personal God, but they know God at historical standpoint. You ask them, who is Jesus? Oh, is God, they say Jesus is the Son of Man based on the historical standpoint. And if we are dealing with the scriptures, as uh, Timothy was speaking, in all of the accounts of the scriptures, as an account, all the scriptures that were given, uh, their discourse that were given unto us as humanity, especially with the four gospels that are known theologically. A synoptic gospel. You understand that uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, they gave the account of Jesus based on their revelation. But when they fragmented Jesus, they wanted us to capture him and experience him. But their account now, it was not an equivalent account, but they had to give an account based on what they knew and the revelation. But so if you start Matthew, you can capture another dimension of Jesus. You will start Mark, you capture another dimension of Jesus. You start again, uh, look, you have another understanding. So when you are dealing with Mark, uh, Matthew, Matthew, he gave us an account based on the pedigree of Jesus Christ. He said that this is the account or the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of Abraham, the son of David. Then he started to send the son of a Perez begot Amnon, Amnon begot Salmon, Salmon beget Aminadab, Aminadab beget Boaz, Boaz beget Obeden, Obeden beget Jezeb, Jezeb beget David. Then it's an account or a genealogy, or he gave us according to the tree of Jesus Christ, so that we may experience Jesus. Then when you are dealing with Mark, Mark when he's coming, He's giving us an account as a second source. He's saying that this is the account that we got and we are giving it unto you, the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's my, so these synoptic guys, they were giving the account of Jesus based on the historical background. They understood Jesus from Mary 
understood Jesus from Joseph. Then you go to Luke. When Luke is writing, he's now writing not only to the Jewish community. Mark was writing to the Jewish community. And um, if you look at Matthew, Matthew was trying to capture the Jewish community and the world at large. But when you are dealing with uh, Luke, Luke is not writing only to the Jewish people, but is writing to the marginalized, to the disfranchised people, those that were not counted in the commonwealth of Israel. But based on the account that he received as a second account, then when you get to Apostle John, he's giving us now a different account. John gets revelation, and John was not just a mere man. When he's dealing with Jesus Christ, he said, when I looked at him, while he's walking the earth, people are seeing men. People are seeing the son of Joseph and Mary. But when I'm looking at this man, he's not an ordinary person. I see a spirit. He is God. So when he's giving his account, when read John, you understand that when John is writing, he tried now to follow the etymology of Jesus Christ from the spirit standpoint. Are we together? Yes. That's why when he's writing now, he's saying, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was with, uh, with God. And nothing was made which was made except by the word of God. And in him was life, and that life was the light of man. Nothing was made which was made except by the word of God. So he's trying to trace the etymology of Jesus Christ based on the spiritual. And this now can be attested by Revelation 19 that Jesus is the word. So John tried to go back so that he, he may start now to bring us to the attention of this Jesus Christ. That in as much as he was born of a woman, and as much as he walked the world as a man, but he's not a man. He is a spirit. Are we together? So when we read scriptures now, scriptures now, they fragment Jesus. If we were only going to be uh, exposed to Matthew, we were going to know Jesus as man. We're not we're going to know again the etymology and the genealogy of, of Jesus based on Abraham and David. But God had to raise up people like John who understood and who can keep in the realms of the spirit and they will try to find and investigate the spirit. So scriptures now, is you have scriptures, they are not only there for spiritual motivation. When you preach unto you scriptures, they are not only there for spiritual motivation. Scriptures, they are for you to have a platform to understand God better. That's why every Sunday when you come to the house of God, we are not preaching because it is the cause of the church that preachings must be done. But we are bringing people to the attention so that they experience God. So scripture is another dimension where a person can experience God out together. So if now you don't have scripture, according to God, you are lacking or you are ignorant based on the scriptures. So the devil has attention and the attention and the system that provides for that attention is ignorant. So the more I'm ignorant on scriptures, it's an attention to the devil. So he used now that system of ignorance to traffic in my life. Then when he traffics in my life, he starts now to give me different doctrines, some satanic diabolical doctrines that are not aligned to the dimensions of Jesus Christ. So scriptures now, they make us to understand now the character of God. That's why Timothy, when he's writing, he's saying from a childhood, you have been acknowledged and acquainted with the sacred writings. Which are these sacred writings? These are the scriptures. One, which are able to do what? To instruct you and give you understanding for salvation. Which means scriptures, when they are coming to a person, they are not only coming for spiritual motivation, 
but they are coming so that they may instruct you. You need instruction on how to navigate in 2020. Scripture is about the ability to give you the compass of 2020. We are getting to 2021. We don't know how 2021 will be. Because nowadays, people are, are, are forecasting 2021 based on all the tremors of COVID-19. Your bosses, they'll tell you that we are not sure if we are going to keep you. Because if COVID-19 continues, we are going to lay you off. But scriptures now, they instruct you better. And now Timothy is saying, they bring you to a place of understanding salvation, which comes through faith in Christ Jesus. Then, number 16, he said, every scripture of God is breathed and inspired by the Holy Spirit. One, profitable for instruction, for reproof and conviction of sin, for correction of error and discipline in obedience, for training in righteousness. So scriptures now, they train us in righteousness. Why want to be righteous? How can I be righteous? Pastors can fail to train us to be righteous. Because it's not every pastor who's righteous. So scriptures, when you read them, they'll train you to the place of righteousness. They'll reprove you of sins. You don't need a, a, a pastor, a teacher, or a mentor that always come with the tutorage to say, don't sin, don't do ABCD. Scriptures have got that ability and potency to take you from a place of sin to a place of salvation are we together so if you don't know scriptures you are vulnerable to any doctrine that comes to you the vulnerability of a christian is on the basis of that christian not understanding scriptures so scriptures when are reading them they they've got you know knowledge revelation information that is hidden in them so it becomes a prophetic platform again for you before a prophet comes a prophet cycle to life there are things that you start to know about you that you start to grasp and to get you know that the bible says i am rich and not poor based on the scripture before a prophet comes to prophesy to life you know the bible says that i am rich the bible says i am shamed based on the scripture so it now gives a prophetic platform to you a scripture you now start to trace again your genealogy the israelites whenever they could sin against God, God could scatter them. But for them to understand their genealogy, they could go back to the sacred writings. That's why God had to raise up people like Ezra, who were scribes. People who had uh, the mission assignment to put together scriptures. But there were sometimes when people could go to Babylon or Assyria, their children are born. Those who knew the genealogy and pedigree, they are dead. So young people or the children, they could go back to scripture and start to trace and say, I am a Levite. I'm not from Judah. I'm not from God. I'm not, I'm not from them. So if you don't understand scripture, you will start to work in the fields. The Bible says a Levite must not work. A Levite, his work should be in the temple. But scriptures now, they provide now platforms of understanding. We don't understand only when we've got diplomas and degrees from school. There are people who do not have matric right now, but because of scriptures, when you talk to them, They've got some type of understanding that is so tremendous. They are so astute in their mind based on the scripture. So if you have got knowledge that is physical and are lacking scriptures, you block yourself from another dimension, the dimension of the spirit. Are, are we together? Am I communicating? Amen. So scripture is very important because in this world, I think I told you different times that in this world, we've got different gods. But scripture can help you to understand the God who is real. If I lack scriptures, I will not understand the real God. That's why David, uh, Moses is going to his half-brother, Ramesses. And he's saying to Ramesses, according to the scripture that I have, 
that there is one God, the I am that I am. I do, I am going to command you to let the Israelites to go. Then Pharaoh is saying, okay, we understand according to our archives, we have put our own gods that are written within our scriptures. Who is this God that you are talking about? And the Bible says, David and Moses wrote a miracle before Pharaoh. When that miracle happened of changing the stick into serpent, you could think that Pharaoh was going to say, Moses, take all the Israelites, let them get out of Egypt. But because he was adamant, he called the witches, the custodian of witchcraft that were in Egypt, and he said, James and James, I want you to do the same. Which means there are things that can happen that are miraculous, that you would think that they represent God, but if you don't have scripture, you follow every miracle. Which means what Moses could do, Pharaoh could do. Moses tried to bring the lies, Pharaoh he could mimic. Moses tried to bring a darkness, Pharaoh could mimic. Which means if Pharaoh had opened a church in Egypt and said, I'm called of God, a lot of people were going to attend because miracles he could do. So scriptures now, they help you now to separate between the facts and the original, the legitimate and the illegitimate. You would think that the moment uh, Moses said, I'm going to change the water into blood, the rest of the Israelites and the Egyptians, in fact, they were going to say, you Israelites, your God is too much. But based on the power that they had, they had to mimic every miracle. So you need to have scripture so that when you are watching whatever you are watching on YouTube, on television, the scripture can help you to discern the spirit that is functioning behind any person that is operating away together. Amen. A lot of people have become victims and uh, guinea pigs of people and pastors' experiments. Why? Because they don't understand scriptures. I was watching a certain pastor from another country that I'm not going to mention. And this pastor, I saw him bathing in a big drum, bathing in a big dream, in a drum. While he was bathing, after bathing, he took the water that was using to bath and he said, you can drink my water. And the reason why our people are taking water is because if you have got cancer, cancer disappear. But according to scripture, is it in line with the scriptures? Then he's saying, those that, uh, you know, that have a business proposal, drink my water. And the person, you know, he's in that tram, he's saying drink, and there was a queue. People drinking, they, were, they, they, they became big guinea pigs of an experiment of a certain man of God. Are we together? So, if you don't understand scriptures, anything can do for you. I can come here and start to spit on, on water and say, drink. Because you don't have scripture, you are aligned to miracles. You start to drink my saliva. I'll say to you, I saw another one again, whenever he's praying for people, he's from another country again. When he's praying, especially for women, he said, I was called for women. If he's praying for women, he said, take off your pants. He takes those, uh, you know, he, 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 he kisses them and, and he gives you back. It's a pastor, and it's happening now, glory be to Jesus. Some things I don't send you because they'll kill you. But people, because they don't understand scriptures, they are going there, they are being sexually harassed. But to them, they are saying, that's a miracle. Are we together? So if you don't understand a scripture, you can be you know, harassed sexually, you can be harassed emotionally, you can be harassed psychologically because you don't have scriptures. Scriptures, they understand you to know what is right. The Bible says the Holy Ghost has given us the spirit to say no to every ungodly thing. I'm teaching you good. Are you checking with me? So when you are reading scripture, you are not reading because you want to preach. You are reading so that you may have data. You may have information. As a child of God, 
your, your advantage over all other things that can happen is static. And in the kingdom of God, ignorance and lack of information and failure to appropriate the information that you are given is the one and the same thing. Someone who is ignorant and someone who has got information that I'm giving you, but you fail to appropriate and to use it rightly, is one and the same thing. God will not treat you as one who has got information but a feeling. So you need to understand how to use information. Are we together? Are we together? I said, are we together? So you need to understand that scriptures, they are for you, not only for a preacher. Scriptures are for you so that they may become a defense to you. They may become an inspiration to you. People will not manipulate demons. They thrive on your uh, lack of understanding in terms of scriptures. When you don't understand scripture, demons they thrive in your life. But I prophesy this afternoon. That is, I preach, let this preaching not be a preaching, but let it release an impartation to your spirit so that the a dimension of understanding may be open to you. Can I prophesy like a faith? Okay. Uh, I want to show you some other things that are very important in the scriptures. That scriptures, they will open up doors and windows for you. Without an apostle and a bishop, only understanding scriptures, it will open up you up to dimensions of revelation, dimensions of illumination, dimensions of possibilities, understanding scriptures only. Not reading scriptures. We need to study scripture to understand. The moment you read scripture, you will not understand scripture. But you need to, to, to study them. That's why Apostle Paul speaking to Timothy, he said, Study to show yourself approved. A good workman who, not, who do not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So when you understand scripture by studying, it is for you to rightly divide these scriptures. Because scriptures, they support what you want. Today, if you want to open your own church that says all women must cut their hair, there's a scripture that you can have that can support the assertion and the notion. If you want to start a church that will say every woman must put her ropes from head, the crown of the head, to the source of the feet, that can be supported scripturally. Are we together? If you want to open a church and, and a scripture, you know, that can say everything that you own is mine. All the phones that are iPhones, you know, ways they are for a pastor. There are scriptures that support that. But if you are a person who's acquainted with scripture, sometimes you can, you know, you know, come not subjectively but objectively and say, but based on this scripture, man of God, you know, let's try to understand this scripture. A lot of Christians they have been manipulated. Why? Because they lack scriptures. They only hear scripture when a pastor has preached about the gospel. Are we together? What can we find from scripture? Scriptures, they portray the character of Jesus. Scriptures, they portray the personality of Jesus. Are we together? The moment you understand scriptures, you understand the character of Jesus. Somebody shout character. I said South character. I said South character. So the character that we need for God, you know, it must be consistent to the scriptures. For instance, I'm a prophet, if I want to prophesy, you judge my prophets based on the character of Jesus in that prophecy. Are we together? You judge the character of Jesus in that prophecy. So it's not easy for you to judge what I prophesy based on the etymology, the source of my information, 
But you must ascertain the character of Jesus in every prophecy. Because the mind of God, when we are prophesying, is that doors may be opened for you, salvation may be a portion. Are we together? The mind of God is that when we prophesy, love can be ministered and administered when we prophesy. Prophecy is not for destruction, but it's for helping. So you start to check the character of God in any person is preaching. You know, there are preachers that when they are preaching, they preach with grievance. No, they preach with anger. That you, you, you wonder what have we done? You know, they start to tell you that if you don't want to come out, you know, I, I don't care. You know, if you don't care, why are you preaching? So their anger is easily imparted to you. But if you understand the scriptures, you start to now judge the character of Jesus based on the scripture. Are we together? I said, are we together? So, which means, my prophetic speakings, they are not only at the mercy of the vision that God has given me. My prophetic speakings, they are not only at the mercy of your dream. My prophetic speaking, they are not only at the mercy of the voice that I heard from God. My prophetic speaking, they are at the mercy of me understanding the character of Jesus. Are we together? I said, are we together? Amen. I said, are we together? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, I can see a spirit of limitation in your life. I can see a spirit of barrenness in your life. I saw it according to the vision of the, of, of the spirit. But my interpretation is at the mercy of me understanding scriptures. If I don't understand scripture, I can destroy you. Are we together? I can see you maybe in witchcraft, but you want to be converted to Christianity. Maybe you are committing things that are diabolical nebulous that cannot be termed or coined with a ways. But because I know the character of Jesus, that the character of Jesus is love, I don't destroy you based on prophecy. I saw you maybe in someone's bed, but coming to church, you are saying, man of God, I'm trying to change. But because I don't understand scripture, I can hit you directly. Something that should have helped you is destroyed you. Are we together? So my prophetic speakings now, it must be consistent to the dimensions of Jesus Christ. Because scriptures, they open dimensions unto Jesus. So when I speak now, what I speak must be, must be consistent to that dimension that has been opened by the scriptures of God. I, I don't know if I'm communicating. I said, I said, I don't know if I'm communicating. Amen. So, it's at the mercy of my spiritual understanding. That's why we've got a lot of prophets that can prophesy, but they fail to help people. Why? Because they are lacking spiritual understanding that is brought by scriptures. So if I lack spiritual understanding, I cannot be in a position to subject my spirit, as the Bible says, the spirit of a prophet is subject to who? To the prophet. I'll start to hammer you. While I'm hammering you, I'm telling you what I'm seeing in my vision. But is it consistent with the dimensions of God so that it may help and it may minister love and a person? So your understanding of the scriptures now, it can make you love people the more. You can hear that my auntie is the one who is bewitching you. I heard from my apostle, from my prophet. He has preached and prophesied. But you now go back to the scriptures. And the scriptures will tell you that love your neighbors. Love those who hate you. Instead of you going to match it, your auntie, you take now, you know, the character of scriptures. You love your auntie the more. You visit your auntie the more. You say, auntie, I'm praying for you. God loves you. The more you shower here with love, she will change. And according to the scriptures, are we together? I've seen people who have called me as a prophet. 
tell me what's happening in my life. Who is going out with my wife? That's why sometimes I'm ignorant when you ask me things. They'll say, and I say, no, I can't tell you because I know you beat that person. Say, I'm not, I, 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 I swear, I swear. They swear, I'll not do anything. You tell them that it's so and so, it's Sophia. They go to the workplace, they start to beat Sophia. This is not according or consistent to the scriptures. Are we together? My prophecy must be consistent with the dimensions of Christ. That Christ, he came to bring people together. He came to shock his love. He came to take those that we lost. So when I give you prophecy that it's so and so, who is bewitching you or who is put back in your life, it's not for you to pick up your phone, you start your phone and say, I'm coming and visiting you. You start now to threaten the people that have been prophesied. The character of scriptures, it says that you need to love them more. Some people, they say, you know, you need to put your enemies closer. It's easy for you to get control over your enemies. Are we together? So we need to understand scripture. Somebody shout scripture. scripture. I don't hear you. Scripture. I don't hear you. Scripture. I can see a person in a coffin in the dimensions of the spirit because my interpretation is at the mess of my spiritual understanding based on the scripture. I see you in a coffin. If I don't have deeper spiritual understanding and I don't, I'm not acquainted with the scriptures as what Timothy said, I'll come to you and say, Mama, you are dead. You are dead. I don't know why you are walking. Why? Because I saw a coffin. You know what I've done to you? I've imparted the spirit of what? Fear. What does fear do? Fear, it opens up a corridor or a leeway or an avenue for the devil to traffic. Something that should have helped you, it has brought another spirit that will affect and kill you before your time. So my interpretation now is not at the mess of, of, of visions. We can see a lot of visions, but we must be in a position to prophesy inconsistent with the scriptures. 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 So the devil will say, thank you so much for what for the prophecy. Because I said you are dead. You walk around saying, you know, I'm a, you'll be afraid. Whenever you hear a firecracker, bah, you think that someone is shooting at you. Sometimes you sleep, you, you beat yourself to see if you're still awake. That fear now becomes a system and a platform because God is looking for platforms that can be experienced. So the platform that God can be experienced is scripture. But because I lacked understanding of scriptures, I created another platform which the devil is going to use so that he may be experienced in your life. So it's not only God who creates platforms to be experienced. Even the devil is with platforms that he creates and he uses even ministers that are not acquainted with scriptures, that are not knowledgeable to create those platforms. Do you know some people who are dead today spiritually, they were not killed by demons or by witches out there. They were not killed in tablets, but they were killed because of information that they were given in the church. That information imparted fear and it became a platform. So when you think that I'm creating a platform to people of scripture, you are then creating fear. So you created two platforms that are parallel. Are we together? So the devil start to work on that system called fear. But the prophet did he lie? No, he saw right. Myself, I've got a lot of people who give me prophecies, revelations. Sometimes even when I'm about to travel, I've got four or five people. Prophet pray. I see the plane, you know, being in a turbulence. But I see it failing to land. I said, thank you so much. You know, I don't now pray according to fear. 
I pray according to scripture. Just imagine if I was going to listen to those revelations, I was not going to travel, I was not going to fly. You know, prophet, I see next year there are people that are going to shoot you. You know, be careful. I am not operating in fear now. I go back to the consistent of scriptures and I say, Who I know who I am, I know who I believed. No weapon fashioned against me that will prosper. I'm not saying that the weapon is not there, but I'm going back to scriptures and say, No weapon fashioned against Brian that's going to prosper. Thank you so much for revelation. But a lot of people after prophecy, they get to a place of fear. Are we together? I once gave you an, an example when we we're doing our, 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 our study on prophecy dimensions that a prophet, some prophets that we say affect the outfits. God shows you a person that is holding a cigarette. You know, Mama Chuma, I can see you holding a cigarette, smoking it in a vision. But because I don't understand scriptures, I don't have spiritual understanding, I will say, God, it's my first time to see you. Mama, sometimes when you don't come to church, you smoke. I kill you and I destroy you. But God is ministering something different. God is saying, listen to my voice according to scripture and to the dimension of scripture. I'm about to elevate here of the husband so that you may or she may work for Pacific Tobacco Company, but she'll be in the logistics. But I've destroyed you. You say, I'm not coming to that church. They're saying that I'm a smoker. Myself now, I don't know what happened. So she will say, you know, he's a fake. Myself, again, I don't know. I, I, I no longer have confidence. She said, I Most people will come to me and say, but the prophet, we know, you know, Mama Chuma, she can do anything, but smoking is not mere yeah, washing. Which means myself, I no longer have confidence when I say another vision. Which means my visions are not at the my, my prophecy is not at the mess of the vision, but it's the, at the mess of spiritual understanding and scripture. Are we together? Are we together? Amen. Glory be to Jesus. Amen. So you need to understand scripture. Then if you as a recipient, you understand scripture, you know, better than the prophet. When that prophecy is given to you, it will not kill you again. You say it's not my portion. It's your portion, prophet. I forgive you. Your lack of understanding, spiritual understanding, is the one that has brought you there. I forgive you. You come and sit again and say, Thank you so much for the prophecy. Ah, maybe I'm smoking in the dream. Maybe I'm smoking in my visions. But physically, prophet, I don't smoke. But I don't know, maybe I'm sleeping. Why? Because you understand scripture. You say, Back to sender, not me. Why? Because you understand scripture. But if you don't understand scripture, then we, we create two. People that are ignorant, are we together? Someone short scriptures? Yes. I don't hear you short scriptures. Yes. So every prophetic speaking must be in line with the dimensions of scriptures. Whatever we preach must be in line with the dimensions of scriptures. The Bible speaks of different things that we can understand and we can retrieve through scriptures. The other thing that we can understand through scripture, scriptures, they help us to understand Jesus based on his historical standpoint. Then after you understand Jesus on his historical standpoint, what it will help you, you understand again Jesus based on his spiritual standpoint, it will help you again. Then it, under, it makes you to understand the tripartite of God. Then you can be in a position to differentiate them according to functionality, not according to significance. But if you don't understand scripture, you start to demarcate them, separate them, then you take Jesus as an entity, a, a kingdom, and a force 
that is operating parallel with God is false. That's why today we have got religions that always say that Jesus is not yet coming. While today we are saying Jesus is come, we are waiting for his second coming. They are saying no, Jesus is not yet coming. The only person who has come is Muhammad. Because they are failing to understand scripture. They understood only five books that are known as Pentateuch. When they spoke all about the shadow, the typology of Jesus, they didn't eager and pursue scriptures to Revelation. So they say, no, no, no. Whom you call Jesus is not the one. Our Messiah is yet to come. They are dying every day waiting for the Jesus who has already come. If they are like people in Emmaus that are waiting for the dead Jesus, that are speaking about the dead Jesus, feeling sorry for the dead Jesus, feeling so, you know, you know, compassionate about the dead Jesus, not knowing that there is already a resurrected one are we together. But those who understood the scriptures, a woman called Mary said, she said and she prophesied and she said, after three days, I'm going to resurrect him. It's not your proximity to God that will make you to understand scripture. You need to study. There must be investment. That's why we have got people who have got God. But when they open up their mouth to speak, you wonder. Because they've gone to the mountains, they met up with angels, they met up with God. You know, but they did not get time to invest in scriptures. So when they open their mouth, you wonder which kind of God are they representing? Are we together? But Mary, she said, inasmuch as I was not within the proximity of Jesus, I heard him from afar, speaking with his disciples that, guys, don't worry about me. After three days, I'm going to resurrect him. Those that were close to Jesus, they couldn't understand scriptures because it was written by Jeremiah, it was written by Isaiah, that the man will not be killed. None of his bones will be broken. So prophecies were being fulfilled according to what? The scriptures. Then when he, he, he was buried, on the third day, the disciples, they were hiding, looking down under the benches, under the desk, some under their beds, because they were told that guys are coming to kill you. You know, Pontius Pilate has unleashed soldiers, riots, black boots to come and destroy you. So they said, let's hide ourselves. Some in wardrobes. But a woman who understood the scriptures, can I prophesy to a woman? Who understands scriptures? Who said, I don't care what I'm saying in my wardrobe, what I'm saying in my pantry. What I know is that the one that I believed, he said, is I am, so are we. Ah, are we together? Amen. So she said, I'm going to wake up early in the morning and I'm going to meet up with Jesus. When Mary went, she was looking for Jesus. Are we together? She said, Where did you put my Jesus? According to scripture, if Jesus had not spoken that, Mary was not going to come looking for Jesus. She said, I'm about to cause a, 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 a revival and revolution, but I want to see Jesus. Are we together? Until Jesus said unto Mary, Go back to the disciples, tell them that I am resurrected. Let them not be afraid. Fear it comes because we don't understand scriptures. I can prophesy in a future. I rebuke and I, 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 I'm going to stop the spirit of fear from coming. Me. I repeat it in my life. Are we together? Why? Because I understand scripture. Scriptures they help us to understand Jesus through parables. Jesus is locked. Jesus is hidden in simplicity. So the more you read scriptures, you start to understand now Jesus through parables. Are we together? When you read a parable, it portrays Jesus to you. When you read a story that is historical, it portrays Jesus out to you. Are we together? Amen. In the Bible, I recorded people who understood the scriptures. Are we together? Amen. 
if you understand scripture, you understand that it's not every time when God should deliver me from a situation. You will understand that there are people what scriptures they make you to understand some things that have been prayed over a matter for the past five years, and that matter is not moving, it's not changing. But according to scripture, I saw Job in a situation where God could not deliver you. I saw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in a situation where God could not deliver. But he's there. But instead, God had to come into fire. So when I understand scripture, I invite God in my situation. Instead of me inviting pastor to my house and say, can you chase out the demons in my house? Can you deliver me? I say, pastor, can you call God for mission? That in my situation, that is difficulty, I want to work with God. Are we together? Just like Michigan, Abednego, the Satan. We know that God is not going to take us from this situation. But what I know, Hakamusamalishim, is that God is going to come here. I can promise it to somebody here. In this 2020, you have got situations that you are saying, yes, I've been coming to church. I've been, been believing God for a miracle. I've been, been believing God for a move. But it seems like God is not moving. Invite God in your situation. So that he may preserve you in your situation. Come on, somebody. Shout scripture. I told you, shout scripture. So scripture may help you to understand characters. And they are recorded. Who walked with God in difficulties. When they said, God, I know that I cannot come out. But come be with us. We know that we are in Egypt. It's a place. We cannot come out. You know, according to the times of that particular time, but come create a space for us. Then he came, he created Goshen. So that now it helps you now to create a Goshen in your situation. But if you don't understand the scripture, you will cry because you know just not true that you might go to church, a pastor must pray for you, then that demon must go of poverty, demon of death must go. But understanding scripture, you say no, you can miss me, apostle and prophet. But according to I'm going to invite God in my situation. Can I prophesy like a filter? According to the scriptures, I can't be in fire. I'm going to walk with God in fire. According to scripture, I can't be in water, but I'm going to walk with God in water. According to scripture, I may pass through the valley of shadow of death, but I did no evil for thou act with me. Your Lord and your son, it comforts me. You prepare a temple before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows through the goodness and mercy. Shall follow me all the days of my life. According to scripture, you are not afraid. You understand that God can create a temple before you in the presence of your enemies. He anoints you and he anoints your head and he makes your cup to overflow. I can prophesy. When God anoints your head, it's not your head and your body that overflows, but your cup, which is your business, it overflows. Your cup, which is your family, it overflows. Your cup, which is academic, it overflows. Your cup, which is your project, it overflows. Your cup, which is your ministry, it overflows. Your cup, which is your gifting, it overflows. Your cup, which is your marriage, it overflows. Your cup, which is your family, it overflows. Your cup, which is 2021, it overflows. So what I need is a dose of the Holy Ghost in this passage. So that that dose may cause an overflow in my family. An overflow to your children. I need a dose of the Holy Ghost. Scripture, scripture. They don't understand it. We may be passing through difficult. Can I prophesy like I feel this? I'm acquainted with the scripture this afternoon. Therefore, you are a liar. You've lied to my father. 
in my mother's That means my family, we are not going to make it. My brothers and sisters are not going to get married. But I'm here to prophesy and say this. As a watchman in my family, according to the scriptures, the scripture says that I'm not beneath it, but I'm above. So I may look like I'm beneath it, but according to scriptures, I am above. I know that this is a pastor and a prophet who prophesied in my life that there is abundance and limitations. The spirit of barrenness is the portion, but according to scriptures, who is born shall be caught in matter to all. According to scriptures, what does Prophet Brian say to you in 2020? Prophet Brian said that you are going to be laid to office. You are going to lose your job. According to prophecies, but what does the scripture say? The scripture says the one who is above us is able to do abundantly, exceedingly above what he can think. All that's for according to spirit. That works within others. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. What the scripture says, what I think and ask is, can be done in my life. According to scripture, yes, I know. Your mind is saying this, that there's a spirit that operates over your life. Yes, it is. But what the scripture says in the book of Prophets, it says, a gift causeless cannot come to me. It cannot only touch me, but it cannot come to me. People cannot get married, but according to the scriptures, I understand that I'll get married, I'll get stability in my life, I'll become what I want to become. My destiny is clear. According to scriptures, I know that people have said that you are not going to rise up, but what does the word say? Not by mind, not by power, but by the spirit of your soul. But what does the word say? They said that you're going to die young. But what does the scripture say? It says that life is a portion. It gives us life. And that life was the light of marriage. People are saying that you are walking in dark, calling a calling corridors. A dark part of life. But what does the scripture say? The scripture says the entrance of the word of God. It so when I get the word, I carry the light of God. Can I prophesy like I feel it? What do they say? I feel so like They say that your father never drops. Your mother never owns the house. And you are going to follow the trade. But what does the scripture say? I can prophesy. The scripture says that our father ate so abundant. And our teeth were set on the edges. In the book of his Ezekiel said that this prophet will not be used against us. So what my father did is not going to affect my life. What your mother did is not going to affect your life. What does the scripture, the scripture say? The scripture says that I wish above all that you may be in good health, prosperous, even as a small prosperous. What does the scripture say? People may say you want nothing, but you say it yourself. The faith is the Lord's issue. The Lord and those that call in it is founded in upon the seas and established upon the waters. Who can ascend to the use of the most God? Your 
You may not be owning anything. It's a shelter from the truth. Our scripture does not provide sense. They provide the truth. Are we together? Your camel is too on paper. That's not the truth. It's a fact. Are we together? Are we together? You feel like you're single. It's just a fact. That's not the truth. We want to pray according to scriptures. You feel like you don't have money. You don't know what you're going to do next. You don't know what you're going to use to pay rent. You don't know if you're going to experience Christmas. Ah, that one is a fact. The truth of the matter as he is, so are we. As he is, so are we. According to Revelation, there is gold in heaven. of sharks. He didn't know that there was going to be sharks, but in the mind of God, he deals with rations. So if you see you in a two-bedroom flat, he's in the fact. And he's perplexed and said, what is this? According to scripture, Jesus did not say, I'm going to make two bedrooms for you. And you are going to go alone in heaven, there's a Russian waiting for you. And you have got one child, there's a Russian for you.